The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline, Monday, November the 20th. Cowboys coming off a 33-10 win against the Carolina Panthers in Charlotte. And now they can turn their attention to three-game homestand starting Thursday, Thanksgiving against Washington at Seattle after that, and then, of course, Philly. But Cowboys, this is kind of what we thought they would be. They would they would uh, had two straight wins now, 7-3. and three. Uh, I've said they'd get to ten and three, so you can't get to ten and three unless you get seven and three. Seven and three, three uh, home games to go, and uh, we can talk about we can talk about all the stuff that that happened yesterday in Carolina from the start when they made the announcement Jimmy Johnson was going to go into the Ring of Honor to the game to anything else that you want to talk about. So, all right, 888-855-2297 that is the number. Um we can you can send text messages as well when they that goes up on the screen. Um but when we we'll start it off. We'll start with uh let's go to the phone line and start off with uh Aaron. Aaron in uh Los Angeles, he's a first time caller. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Good morning. I'm Good. really grateful to talk to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling. It's early yeah, over been- there. What's that? It's early over there. Yeah, well, you know, you got to get up early if you want to get on and talk to you. The storyline. That's I, right. What's up, man? So, so you know, I've been listening for 20-plus years, and this is the first time I've called in to talk to you guys. I really dug the dynamic Ooh. between you and Derek uh, yeah. going back to the original days. Um, I just wanted to talk about a couple of things real quick. One, um, you know, I think that we've – you know, I hope that we've played our, our uh, Curse of the Bambino, Curse of the uh, – the Billy Go, whatever it was, by getting Jer- uh, Jimmy in the in the Ring of Honor finally. Um, you know, I'm glad they got over that, and and hopefully that was the one thing that uh, that gets us past that uh, that that wall. So yeah, well, I I, I don't subscribe to that theory because they did win a Super Bowl afterwards. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, but it was still Jimmy's team. Well, I disagree, but it, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. It, that's it doesn't fair. matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, what's cool now is that is that Jimmy um, Jimmy is able to go in. It's a really important to him. It sounds like it's very important to his family, uh, and, and I'm glad that whatever the issues were, um, I'm glad that they've moved past that to the point where they can put him in the Ring of Honor this year. So that, that's yeah, great. totally totally agree. And then I just had a couple of comments real quick. You know, one, I think that. Uh, McCarthy and Dak are doing a great job of taking what the defense has given them. Um, I think that people get get kind of like caught up in oh, whether they're not running the ball well. You know, Dak is not you know doing this or doing that. You know, Pollard isn't doing this or that. But I think at the end of the day, I think that what they're doing is they're really taking what's given to them. You know, the mm-hmm. offensive line is playing playing well of late. You know, now that they you know they've had a little time to to be together and and the defense and 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 especially Deron Bland. Wow. Um, are doing a wonderful job. And then just one last thing, my favorite cowboy of all time is uh, Bill Bates. Nice. All right. Love it. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate that. Uh, Bill Bates is a favorite for uh, a lot of people, um, and, and he, he was for, for me as well when I was a young kid. I, 
we loved Bill Bates um, just because he's he's a guy that you know he didn't he didn't look like necessarily an NFL player all the time, but he was tough as nails and and really changed the way I think the NFL viewed special teams. So, um, all right, let's keep it rolling here. Joe in Stanford, Texas. Stanford, what? Uh, right there by Abilene. Joe, what's going on? Hey, good morning, my friend. Another good uh, Monday, uh, winning Monday. A well-rounded win for the Cowboys against a team we should win and we should beat like that. Exactly. I, I'm excited for the win. I enjoy uh, wins where I can relax, yep. uh, like we were talking about last week. It's sure nice to not have my dog feel like I'm I'm kill, I'm about to kill him. My poor dog. When, on these close games, he just really hates me. He gets scared. Uh, yeah, yeah, he gets really scared, man, and I, I hate that for him, but I can't help it. So, um, <laughs> uh, a couple things. Um, uh, we don't talk near enough about Marquis Spell, in my opinion. Ten tackles yesterday. Um, I think he was the one thing in the run defense that looked pretty solid. Frankly, our run D mm-hmm. is still concerning to me. I think that if Carolina can enforce its will and run the ball when it wants to, then I'm a little worried about some better teams. Uh, not that I'm trying to take away from the win, but uh, generally speaking with these these kind of games, I'm really looking at what we can improve on. Um one thing that did improve, and I'm really happy about it, and I will admit, I think I was probably a little bit wrong about Pollard. He looked a lot better this week, uh, and I'm glad about that. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about before I got off the line. You know, we criticized uh, Mike McCarthy a lot for dumb things, and I try not to do that. But that challenge during the game, I don't know what the heck he was doing there. So if you're going to go ahead and give up the timeout, go ahead and challenge I mean, he didn't want to. He he was trying to say, "Oh no, I didn't mean to do that." Well, not only did we did we take away the fact that we took took him to second down, but we also gave up a, a timeout, and then we didn't even challenge the play. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think it was worth challenging at that at that point. Um, you know, I you you got to remember that. Coaches don't see what you see. Like what you're seeing is is you're seeing, you know, like Fox is showing the, the play and all that, but the coach doesn't see it the same way. He's trying to rely on someone else who's is trying to figure out do we challenge this or not while they're running up to the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think he was trying to challenge it, or he, or he dropped it down. By that time, I think they saw enough replays and they're like, all right, you already dropped it, but he's going to catch it. So I yeah, mean, but I mean, at least challenge it, at least. I mean, this is my opinion. It, I mean, if, if nothing else, you get a little bit, a little bit of time to, to to look at your play sheet. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think it's. I mean, if you're going to give up the timeout, let's at least have the time for the timeout. Boy, I you don't know? think you wanted to lose the challenge. That's the thing. Yeah. He didn't want to lose. It. See, you don't lose oh, the challenge. So, oh, okay. So I didn't understand that. So no, you he don't. Actually, doesn't lose the challenge. That that's my understanding is he did not lose oh. the challenge. So that's why he didn't he didn't choose the oh, challenge. Okay. You still have two challenges. Okay. My but. bad. That makes sense then. All right. Well, have a great day. Bro. All right. See you later. Joe in Stanford, that was Joe. Now we're moving to Florida. North, Dylan, Northport, Florida. What's up, man? Hey, Nick. How's it going, dude? Good. How are you? How was the trip? Cool. You went to – didn't you go on the trip? Yeah, man. Went to Disney. Mickey Mouse land. Survived. Blast. You survived. <laughs> you know what? So did I. I felt like I did as well. I felt like I went to Disney, kind of a Mickey Mouse uh, situation we had in Carolina. I felt like that myself a little bit, screaming with kids, Jenny. things like that. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like I went to Disney too without without the, some of the rides. What's up, man? Yeah. Now it's cool to see. 
No, man. Uh, yeah, the last guy there was talking about his dog uh, catching a break there. My dog didn't, man. When Bland got that pick six, my dog had to run into her room. She was so scared. I was screaming my head off. I was uh, I was stoked on that one. I called it a, a week too early. I said he was going to get it the week before, but <laughs> got, it, got it this week. I mean, it feels um, like an easy call now. You know what I mean? We did a thing called pod picks the other day. Who's going to score the first defensive touchdown? I was like, really? 12, 13 people picked Bland? Well, yeah. I mean, why not? And who who else? I mean, this guy's unbelievable. He's scoring all these these touchdowns. I, I mean, obviously, we've never seen it before because it hasn't happened in 30 years since Eric Allen had four uh, four interceptions for touchdowns in one season. That's that's insane. It's insane. Yeah, and it's not like he's like just catching tip balls and stuff. Like he's diving in front of dudes and yeah. like doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So this dude's crazy. And I kind of wanted to stick on that topic. Um, I'll keep it kind of short and simple today. Um, you know, we got two all pro, I guess three all, I'm assuming Bland's going to be an all pro, but, um, we got Gilly of course, but you know, the work that I think Al Harris has done with, uh, with Diggs and, uh, and Bland, um, yeah. I think he's done a great job. I mean, I don't know how to measure that, but I'm hoping maybe you can kind of give us some insight on, um, the impact that he's made on some of these young guys. I mean, it's, it's hard to measure that. It's hard to measure what assistant coaches do and are the guys just really good or do they, you know, do they, did they catch lightning in a bottle by drafting him in the fifth round? But, but, you know, they've developed him and you're right. Diggs is another person that that's, that's developed. Um, I think, you know, it's not at every position, but I think sometimes at corner, corner's a little bit different, you know, because you got to have a terrible memory. You, you got to stay focused on every play. You're going up against the best athletes in the world. And I think the fact that Al Harris played the position and also played it at a level where he didn't give a crap. He really did. Like he played, he played with that kind of mental edge that I think that he coaches that way as well. Again, it, I'm not in the meeting rooms, and I know, and I don't want to discredit any other position coach that didn't play the position. But I do think in this particular case, the fact that Al Harris played it and played it at a high level and played it with with a tenacity that you need, I think it's really it, it pays off to the other guys. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, you talk about the mentality these guys have to have, and you see a lot of DBs talking, you know, trash and like having to amp themselves up. Dude, Diggs and Bland are like the quietest guys ever, and I yeah. just love that they go out and just play. That's well, my favorite thing about them. Diggs is quiet until you put him on Twitter. Well, and sometimes yeah. he, he, he can get loud there too, especially if he's talking about his brother. Uh, all right, anything else? <laughs> no, nah, man, that's all it. Right. Thanks. Thank See you later. All right, Dylan, Northport, Florida. Appreciate that. We're going to move to Arkansas. Kurt in Arkansas. What's up? Hey, Nick. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. Uh, I'm I'm with Aaron. I believe uh, uh, I, 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 I forgot. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Bland. Drawing Bland. Diggs. Well, yeah, I believe Bland. Mark it down. I believe Bland will have 10 interceptions. And six pick sixes by the end of the year. It's just incredible. It's just incredible to think that. I mean, Everson Walls, it was, what do you have, like 50 interceptions, or I think. I mean, he never had a pick six. Yeah. I think he might have, and he did in the, in the preseason, but in a regular season game, I don't think Everson Walls has ever scored a touchdown, in, for, at least for the Cowboys. He might have, may have done it with another team, but not with the Cowboys. But this guy's got yeah. four and one, one in half a season. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's still seven more games left. That's why I said ten interceptions and six pick sixes. Yeah. Well, that would be awesome. I mean, and you know, 
You got another question? I, I'll, I'll have another point to that, but I just want to make sure you have another question. Oh, well, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on that uh, linebacker slash special teams player back in the 90s. Uh, Aaron mentioned him a minute ago on the Bill, phone. Bill Bates? Yeah, yeah. Bill Bates is one of my favorites. Yeah. He was a bad boy. Yeah, he was. He was He was awesome. Just didn't care about his body. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> He'd go down there and take somebody's head off. <laughs> right. Right. Well, um, all right. All right. Appreciate that. A lot yeah, of Bill Bates love today. Mark it down. Mark my, it. my prediction for Bland. Ten interceptions and six pick sixes. I mean, right. all right. Is that even going on a limb? I mean, like, seriously, I mean, he's got six. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know about six pick sixes because it's so, it's just so lucky. Like, he honestly, like, he may not, he may have four pick sixes. He has four in his career. He may have four for the next two two years. I mean, like, it's just kind of the way it goes. But he is definitely a playmaker. He's making some really, really uh, great plays on the ball and, and, you know, the interesting part is that when when Trayvon Diggs got hurt, I thought, and a lot of us did, you know, well, this is unfortunate for Stephon Gilmore. He's supposed to come in here and be the number two to Diggs. He'd come in here and not necessarily be the one, but be the two. And the cool part is, is I think he is still the two. I mean, that's what that's the development that Deron Bland has. And I tell you this, there's a scout that stopped me in training camp, and he told me Deron Bland is the best cornerback on this team by far. He does everything better than the uh, the other guys. And I'm like, you mean with Diggs? With Diggs. I'm like, wow, really? He's like, I'm just telling you, he does everything the, the way we want him to. And he, all around, this guy said, I think Dig, uh, uh, Bland is our best corner. So I was like, well, that's that's good to know. You know, he'll be that's good to have your third corner that way. Well, he's he's not anymore the third corner, and uh, this is going to be a lot of fun when when Trayvon does come back next year, and then to have these two corners like that, really, really awesome. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, the phone line we do have a phone line open though eight 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 five five two two nine seven. You can text at eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. All right, let's go to Rob in Vegas. Rob, what is up? Hey Nick, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm. I mean, what what was what's the level like? Are we all right? Are we was it good no, win, no, bad it, win? What? No, no, it, every win is a good win. Yeah. Uh, I thought. Listen, I didn't like the play calling in the first half. I thought they were using it, this game as a practice game. I didn't like. Let's stop taking Dak Prescott off the field. He's your best player. And yeah, I don't like swinging yeah. him out the wide receiver. Yeah. I I thought that was dumb. I think it lost like 10 yards every time they tried to do that with a Rico Daddle on the center. Uh, Didn't like that either. Yeah, you know, we knew, we talked last week, we knew Michael Parsons was going to go off, which was great. Uh, (laughs) That energy drink didn't agree with him, but it worked because he was flying all over the field. You know, I I Uh, asked him in the press conference afterwards, he said, I'll never do that again. And I said, wait a second, you had three sacks or two and a half. Right. I, Another Emmett Smith did the same thing one time. Right. And, and I go, you sure you're not going to do it again? And he said, maybe half a scoop. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I was going to say. Whatever. But, I mean, uh, whatever works. Yeah. I thought uh, 
It was listen. I the game when it was uh, when we were only up by a touchdown. I looked at my wife and says, "This reminds me of Arizona." Uh, and then I said, "This drive is important." When they yeah. when they cut it to seven, and then they marched, and then it was Ferguson. And then the, the, the Rod Bland is just yeah. phenomenal. He sure is. He's yeah. The guy uh, you talk, you know how you ask the the players. I mean the the fans, and like an obscure player. Yeah. You should do a special on Sam Pablo Escobar Heard. That would be some. some, I was just watching the Buffalo Monday night game. I don't know how it came on uh, with Mm. Tony Romo Toto's picture when Sam Heard basically hit the ball to get the uh, recovery. Mm -hmm. Onside kick. And I I said, that's that guy. That's uh, Sam Pablo Escobar. That would be. uh, (laughs) Never called him that. Um, That would be something. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's been discussed. There's no doubt about it. We're we're working on our tenth year here of Deep Blue documentaries, and uh, his name has come up a couple of times. Um, I think he's he's now out of out of prison. So, uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know that that. And Nick, I want to say one more thing. Mm-hmm. I want to wish you and your family happy Thank Thanksgiving. You. Appreciate I that. You Thank that. you, Rob. Same to you. Uh, appreciate that. Um, uh, yeah. This is this is my favorite. This is definitely my favorite uh, uh, time of year, my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving. I love being able to, and not that you don't want to be with your family, but but I love being at the game on Thanksgiving. It's my favorite game of the season. Um, I just I just feel like because I know what a tradition it is for families. You know that everyone has a have a has a tradition. I used to as well. You know I used to I I can remember Tony Dorsett running for touchdowns against the St. Louis Cardinals back in like '85 and '83, and I was with my grandparents. I remember watching those games. You know, and 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 I remember we would eat. You know, right right before kickoff or whatever. And uh, I just love that everyone has a tradition like that. But you can't do that if you don't have the game. You know, and somebody has to work the game. Somebody has to play the game. People have to work the game. You know, you got to have you got to have security work in the game. Security is so important in stadiums. Uh, so you got to have all those things, and uh, it's just fun to be a part of it. So, um, but thank you for the call, Rob, and for saying that. And he had a point. Oh, we were talking about that. Yeah, I didn't like that play either with Dak split out to the right there because, uh, to me, like. When you have receivers out there that are actually threats, that changes a little bit of the defense. And Dak can run as well. It's not like Dak can't run. So having both those guys there and knowing, okay, they're not going to throw it to Dak. You're not. You're just not going to do that. I just think it's a wasted play, and I think it's unnecessary. I think you do have a quarterback that can run. You have a quarterback that can throw, and so and you have receivers that are that are off the chart. So why? What? what who are we fooling? Wasn't the Panthers? They certainly weren't fooled on that. All right, let's uh, let's go to Clay in Liberty Hill, Texas. First time caller, Clay. What's up, man? Hey, first time. Yes, sir. Um, definitely agree. Wildcat is the worst play in football. Hate it. It it's that's not the worst play for some teams, but when you have a quarterback that already sort of does this, then I don't see the point. If you have a quarterback that's more of a statue and you want to move him out there and you know tr- trick it up, I guess because it has worked. It's not like it hasn't worked, but I don't think for all teams, and I don't think it works when you have Dak. I mean, Dak sort of very inconsistent. He sort of is the Wildcat. I mean, think about when he was at Mississippi State. Think about when he's running. He he sort of does that. So I, why, why split him out there? I'd rather have Gallup out there. 
All right. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, a couple quick things. Uh, first of all, uh, my big what if is I really wanted to see what would have happened if Romo would have gotten the chance to get the team back in 2016. Mm-hmm. I think Dak was playing great, but, you know, rookie Dak versus the veteran Romo, I just, I really wish we could have seen what would have happened with that team. Yeah. But, I think in the long run, it probably worked out. I mean, right. Dak's great, but. Well, you know, it just. Short term, I really wish I, we could have but, seen that. You know, the problem with that, there was never a time. It really wasn't. It was never no, totally a time. And I always say this. There's one play that changed all of that, and it's a tackle by Sean Lee. Sean Lee made a tackle on Darren Spoles for a five-yard loss, and that play right there is the reason why Romo never got his job back because of Sean Lee. If you want to talk about it later, we can. But I'm just saying <laughs> there's a little domino effect there that happened in that Philadelphia game because Sean Lee made yep. a great play. Cowboys ended up winning that game because Dak finally light bulb went on. Boom! They score. They tie the game. Overtime. They go win the game. Now he's five and one. He's not taking him out. They go beat Pittsburgh. He's seven or eight and one. Definitely not coming out. And he never gets his job back. But mm-hmm. but that's the thing. It just never was a good time. Do I think that Tony Romo would have played better in that playoff game than than uh, than Dak against the Packers? Yes, I do. I do think that. I think that Romo would have played better than him in that first game. But you can't. I mean, he's rookie of the year. You can't, you can't bench him. I mean, it, no, it just I, never, I just agree. never was a good time to do that. And you know, but but that's that's. I mean, Dak played well in the second half of that game, but they did get down early. But mm-hmm. hey, it is it is what it is. I mean, that's just sometimes timing is everything. Yep. And then my uh, second thing is, you know, we go to the games every once in a while, and I think the uh, team up in the booth, you know, doing the announcing and. Uh, the I guess the video board do a mm-hmm. great job on defense of getting the crowd to be you know, loud and obnoxious and everything. Mm-hmm. But on offense, I feel like every time we're on offense and it's like a big play, everyone just starts cheering. It's like, go Dak and go Cowboys. It's like, shut up, people. Like, this is when you're supposed to be quiet. And Derek, so Derek, I've is this you? Why you can't this... like put a, be quiet on the board. <laughs> This seems like Derek because I sit next to him, and you, one way to piss him off is if the fans start doing the wave in, when they're on offense, or they start cheering, gets so mad. Yes, it you know, irritates the hell out of me. I know. It's just it doesn't bother me as much. I, I, I mean, I hear I hear what you're saying, and, and yeah, you'd hate for them to go nuts and have to get them to quiet down, but. It's just such a big place. There's just noise. I mean, it's just it's just <laughs> everything. You know, I mean, I mean. The defense, you know, they're, they're calling out plays, too, when it's third and nine, and they're, they're at home, and the crowd's going nuts. I mean, they're trying to call their own defense as well, too. So mm-hmm. I just think, as a football player, I think they, they, they know how to kind of deal with it. They deal with it on the road. They deal with it at home. It's just it's noise. It's kind of like baseball, you know, like full count in the ninth, crowd's going nuts. I mean, it's like. It happens for the hitter. It happens for the pitcher. I mean, who who are we? I just think it's excitement, and I don't I don't know if it really affects them that much. Um, but you know, Fair enough. I, I it doesn't bother me as much just because I think ninety thousand people. You know, I mean, it, it's hard to keep two or three people in, in the back seat quiet, much less ninety three <laughs> ninety three thousand. You know, it, it, it ain't happening. But that just doesn't bother me as much. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, sir. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you for the call there. All right, let's move to – we got Travis on the line? We do. Travis, what's up, man? 
Happy Victory Monday to you. Definitely. You too. Uh, I was close on the score. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping I was going to like hit it on the head, but 38-13, 33-10, eh, it's it's there. Close enough. You were in the right? you were in the neighborhood. Yep, I kind of. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where a lot of people were. Sort of. I I think I was something like that too. Thirty four sixteen, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so what's up? A um, couple quick things. Just um, I was happy for uh, again. I'm the Michigan. I'm the Michigan guy. I'm happy for Luke Schoomaker. He made that catch. Yep. I was I was glad that Dak went back to him because honestly, even though I'm a Michigan guy, like. He kind of had had a couple of drops where he wasn't playing as well, and I mean, you could have justified not giving him that throw. But mm-hmm. I was happy that he gave him the chance, and I think that helps build some uh, chemistry between those two going forward, some trust, yeah. uh, which is big. So that was great to see. And then I tweeted, I included you in the tweet, um, the bland tweet for defense player of the year as far as uh, Gilmore stats. I think he's 11 tackles behind him and eight passes defended, and he literally has a better season. Not saying that stamps it, but. Um, if he's not in the conversation, then I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. then last thing, last thing is, and I'll let you go is, um, I've never been, so I'm, I'm from Michigan, born and raised there. So I think you had a couple of callers on last week. Like, I'm not going to go through my whole thing, but like, I've been, you know, anytime I was in that state growing up, people are like, why are you a Cowboys fan? Which just made me want to be a Cowboys fan even more. Um, you know, because I got to watch. I'm 37, so I got to watch the 95 Super Bowl. So I'm kind of in that sweet spot age-wise. Right. Um, but so I've been a Cowboys fan for a long time. I live in Texas. I've been here for like six years now. Never been to a game yet. But I have a friend that I served in the military with that's stationed here now, and his wife bought him two tickets for uh for the the Lions game. Oh. And wow. he's a Lions fan. I grew up with him. One of my best friends. He reached out and said, "Do you want to go to the game?" I said, "Heck yeah!" So I said, "I'll take you guys to dinner." Uh, we'll go to the game. She's going to stay in the hotel. We're going to go to the game. And uh, that was before I didn't think they'd ever put um, Jimmy Johnson in the you know, ring of honor. And now wow. I got to text them and say, like, I'm actually going to be there to see the halftime show. So, it, I mean, it couldn't be any better. And I just wanted to. Uh, well, let me uh, let me ask you, yep. Travis. Yep. Would you rather not go to the game and watch Jimmy Johnson get in and they play the Lions or Ohio State wins this weekend? What would you rather pick? You have to only get one. You get to go to the game or Ohio wow. State wins. That's terrible. <laughs> um, that is honestly terrible. Uh, <laughs> I would probably, and I don't know if this is going to, like, because I know you're a big Arkansas, like, I would probably say, since I haven't been to one yet, I can, I'll probably go to another one. Like, <laughs> man, it's tough. I, no, I, I, I know. It's such a big Ohio game. State, Ohio yeah. State losing. Yeah, you know. I got to I got to go with Michigan being Ohio State, but I get to, I get to, hopefully I get to see both. Right. You never know. Right. So we'll so, see. Yeah, hopefully I, that I appreciate that tough question though. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean it's just all about, you know, did, does Michigan have the right signs and things like that, you know, to yeah, yeah. the game. I bet you're tired of hearing that. Uh Cool. It's all right. It's all right. They keep, they just keep winning, so I mean that's all good. All right, <laughs> yeah. thank you for the call. Have a great one. You too. All right, Travis San Antonio big big uh Michigan fan, schoolmaker with the touchdown, Mozzie Smith playing a little bit more and more, so doing good there. All right, um, we'll go one more caller before we go to break. Eric in North Carolina. Eric. Hey, what's, hey, what's up, Nick? You did not go to the game, right? I did not go to the game. I had to work, unfortunately. I had to, and plus, the, the tickets were ridiculous. Like, 
They were they, so I, I didn't mess with it, man. Yeah. Obviously, Carolina fans and season ticket holders sold their their tickets. A lot of them to the they Cowboy fans, and and they probably at a, at a high high dollar. There was a lot of a lot of Cowboy fans there for sure. They did. They did. They sold their tickets and tailgated. You know, I had a lot of friends that actually did that. So yeah. I just stayed home, chilled out, watched the game at the house with my dog and my kids, and we just we did that. So it was nice. a good time. I couldn't burn me with everything. It was perfect. Yes, sir. Uh, awesome. I just want to say this, Nick. The Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Really? The, cur- the curse has been lifted. I'm so ecstatic that Jimmy Johnson will now be a part of the ring of honor. All I need is for Dan Wilson to make me the Hall of Fame, and I'll die at <laughs> But I just like the fact that Jerry did it the way he did it. He just he, he, he addressed it. He said he made some mistakes here and there, whatever. He's confronting and right his wrong, and the curse has been lifted because of that. I feel like we're going to the Super Bowl, man. All right. Don't call, call me crazy, man. I just think the curse has been lifted, and we are on our way. The way this team played yesterday was great. Only one thing I take away from it from as a negative is, is the running games. You know, we got gassed a little bit, just a little bit. You know, nothing to be crazy about, but it's still a concern of mine. It's like we just defending the run and, and just keep that intact because some of the teams you're about to play is going to be very important to do that. Right. But other than that, man, happy for Cowboy victory. And happy Thanksgiving to uh, you, Chris, you, Nick, you and you guys' family. And, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but peace and blessings for this holiday season on you guys. Cowboys for life, and I'll talk to y'all later. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate the call. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, we'll take a break. We'll take a break here on Cowboy Storyline. Be right back. we we'll get some calls and some text messages. Be right back. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, back, back to Cowboys Storyline. 
Welcome back here to Cowboy Storyline. We've got 20 more minutes to go here in the show. We're going to keep going to the phone lines. You can call us, 888-855-2297. We're kind of moving along here. We've got uh, eight callers in, about to get the ninth one. We're going to go to the line. Monty in North Dakota. What's up, Monty? Hey, Nick. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to finally be on this awesome. line. It's first time? I just want... nice. Yep, this is my first time. Nice. And, uh I just wanted to say I'm not the biggest NDSU fan, but I am an. Well, I have a rule. NDS- Hold on, I have a rule though, real quick for first time callers. You cannot call and talk about Hunter Lipke. Okay, that's just the rule. So, were you? Gonna- oh. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. Go I, ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you what. Um, on when Tony Pollard made that touchdown run, uh-huh. yeah, uh, I saw Hunter pull back, and I saw Hunter go out, get the linebacker. And Tony ran past, and the linebacker just barely could even touch him. Yeah. And I thought, I thought that was Hunter Lipke. If there wasn't for him getting that linebacker, I don't think Pollard would have got the touchdown. And I was just wanted to say, good going, Hunter. I saw that block. Yeah. No, he's he's really he's doing a nice job. I mean, it's it's his first year. They keep you know putting stuff on his plate. He, he keeps doing well. He's he's blocking. He's, he's he runs it a little bit. They'll throw it to him, but you know he's playing on special teams. I mean, he's for a rookie from North Dakota State in his first season here. He's done a very very good job, and I think they'll just kind of keep adding things to him as as it as it continues to go on. Well, I actually, actually, when actually when that play started and the way Hunter was lined up, and I and I just kept thinking, I wonder if this is going to be the time where they're actually going to hand it off to Hunter, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it didn't happen, but but he but he he went and got that linebacker, and I was like I was like this is what I want to see. Um, I just want to say it was it was a. I like it when the Cowboys are ahead fifty to nothing, and I don't have to sweat. And uh, but I just their their run defense needs the run defense needs to step it up. I I just I didn't like the the way they were running through. Yeah. Because the only thing the only thing that scares me is Philadelphia. You get San Francisco, Detroit. I mean, if Carolina can run like that, I'm just I, I just hope that they can, uh, you know, do something and yeah, shore it up a little bit better. Well, I, I hear you, and 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 I understand. And thanks for the call, Monty. Appreciate that. First time caller. Uh, we always like that. But um, you know, it's it's just different. It's a different defense when you when you're going up against. You have different attacks. Okay, I mean Bryce Young, he's not ready right now. He's not ready to to hurt. You know, NFL teams. Uh, he he holds the ball a little too long. He he just doesn't have that feel yet. And he also doesn't have a lot of weapons around him. They ran the football. Um, and but that's really that was their their mentality. That's really all that they can do. And think about it. this is a team that the Cowboys are throwing the ball around the way they they've been playing with CD and Dak and all that. And and that was the mind, mindset for Carolina: stay on the field on offense, get that defense off the field. So there was a lot of running, a lot of blocking for that. And, and they they had some success, but really when you got down to it, they they couldn't. They couldn't run down, and they had to throw it into the end zone. That touchdown that made it seventeen to ten. I remember thinking, "Yeah, it's a one-score game," but like they're not doing this again. It, how many fourth downs? How many times did they? I mean, that was a seventeen-play drive. That if it's not for a penalty on Sam Williams, you know, like on the punt, this game is probably not even 
close at all in the third quarter. So uh, I just thought, I, yes, they ran the ball well, but I, I, I don't think you can just say, well, if they run the ball well, these teams are going to do it. It's, it's a completely different thing. They got other, you got other things to worry about, obviously, with the Eagles and 49ers and stuff like that. But I wouldn't just go off of this because Carolina very, very shorthanded. All right. Miami, Florida. That's where we got Anthony. Anthony's in Miami. What's up? Nick the Quick. What's up? How What's up, doing? man? I haven't, I haven't heard hey. that in a while since I – you know what? I don't have a lot of jerseys, but I did have a Nick Van Exel jersey back in the day. Nick the Quick. I liked him, man. I liked Nick Van Exel. He was he was cool. The silky lefty. They called yeah. him a silky lefty. Yeah, dude. always silky, looked man. like he was asleep. Oh uh, yeah, but he he could. We'll, we'll get you for thirty five. Oh uh, yeah, Easy. he played for the Mavericks for a little bit. I like that. Nick the quick. What's up, man? Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay, comment on um well comment on Jerry and Jimmy and then uh, a, a wrestling um little scenario for you. All right. Okay, my favorite four wrestlers of all time. I challenge you, the fans. In a fatal four-way with my favorite now, not the best, my favorite. They are Ric Flair, Nature Boy, my number one, ooh, all time. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Stone Cold, and Slash Stunning, because you got to know him when he was stunning, Steve stunning, Austin, stunning with the Rhodes and the long white hair, okay. if you're a real fan. Okay. And The Rock, baby. The Rock. Can you smell? I challenge anybody to, you can have a cake or you can have all of them. Shawn Michaels. Come up against them four, baby. Anyway, Jerry and Jimmy. I'm sitting here. I'm home. Worked at night. I told you I got all these crazy schedules. So I'm watching all this Fox stuff. Because I, uh, I don't watch these, these TV shows. Uh, there's too much hate. So I'm watching Fox and the game. And, man, it's, you know, being a diehard. And I mean capital D, hard. Cowboy and University of Miami Hurricane. This is one of the best. And that night will we be one of the best. I don't care how long it took. If Jimmy was mad and Jimmy said, no, screw you, Jerry, I don't want it, then I'd probably be mad. But nobody should be mad. If they up there hugging, laughing, talking about every time they talk together, every time, it's nothing but good times. Whether you believe it or not, they said it out their mouths, both of them. So I'm so happy. I don't want to talk about the game, man. Just enjoy it. That, that wasn't, you know, we, we got like forward thinking. Let's move forward. We got Thursday. So happy Thanksgiving to you and the fans out there, man. And I'll talk to you next week, bro. All right. Sounds good. A lot of good stuff there from Anthony. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter about the past. I mean, it doesn't matter. None of that. Uh, at this point, you know, I mean, what it is what it is. And, and obviously there was something. Um, we've all been there. Uh, you know, if you've been around here for a long time, as long as I have, you kind of know uh, that there's some, you know, there's been some some sensitivity there when it comes to that and who gets the credit and all that. But, you know, why can't it be both? That's why I look at it. You know, why why can't it be both? If, if they win right now. They win the Super Bowl. Jerry will get credit. Steven will get credit. Will McClay, McCarthy, they all will get credit. You know, so it never really goes to to, to how, who gets it and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully that's not even a thing anymore. You know, it really, really is. And when I said earlier, I, I said this earlier about, well, it's not Jimmy's team. You know, somebody had said, it, well, they won in 95. It was really Jimmy's team. But it wasn't. It, it wasn't. It was a lot of the players that they drafted together, you know, Jerry and Jimmy. Um, but I, I don't like to call it Jimmy's team because it, it wasn't. Because if it was Jimmy's team in 95, was it Jimmy's team in 94 that lost? Because because no fan says that. No no fan says, well, that was Jimmy's team. It was Barry's team because they lost. But then in 95 when they won, it was Jimmy's team. Like, 
I get it. It the 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 players the base foundation was there, um, but but they you know they had to come together in '95 and figure out how to win that. So you know, I, no, I don't I don't give I don't give Jimmy more than two Super Bowl rings. I mean that's what it is. He got the two and he left, and you know, and then after that, that those weren't his teams. Even though a lot of the things that they had built and they carried over, I get that. All right, Darian in Houston, Texas is our next caller. Darian, what's hey. up? Hey, good morning, Nick. How's it going, man? Good morning. How are you doing? Good, 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 man. Um, man, from this past uh, game yesterday, I'm not really worried about anything from this weekend. You know, we went over there, won on the road, and we got out healthy. Um, right. You take you take that running into the kicker penalty away from uh, Sam Williams. I think you know that game is a totally different thing, and we're talking about our run defense a little bit differently. Right. But also, all all the Panthers could do was run the ball. I mean, Bryce Young was. He was getting attacked all game. Um, but we are in my favorite slash least favorite stretch of the season, the three games in 12 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get spoiled as fans. We get to see them play prime time and, and all, all of that fun stuff, too. Um, so my first question is, do you have, like, a favorite, quote-unquote, Thanksgiving stretch, if you have one? Mine is uh, from the 2016 season. It was the last three games from that 11-win uh, streak, and the Thursday night game after Thanksgiving is always a weird one. I feel like that that primetime game mm-hmm. just kind of just sits weird. But we beat Minnesota in Minnesota, um, and that was fun. And then me and my brother, we make the joke, and I don't know if anyone's called. I'm sure they have. I haven't been listening to the show, but talking about the, uh, the curse finally being lifted, uh, I know we get superstitious as fans, but... I kind of yeah. wanted to hear, hear your your take on uh, adding Jimmy to the. And if you already answered, I'll go back and listen. No, I mean it's that's... yeah, it's been mentioned. I mean a little bit. I mean I I don't agree with it necessarily. I don't think this is the yeah. curve. I I've never thought of it that way. I don't I don't think like that. But um, that that this is the reason why is because Jimmy didn't you know was wasn't in the Ring of Honor and all that. I I don't I don't necessarily think that way. Again, for the reasons I just said about how they won Super Bowl afterwards and so uh I, I just don't now we're getting into the technicalities and all that and then it's hard to put a curse on that. I mean they haven't won Super Bowl because they haven't been good enough. That's just they haven't been good enough. They they they've had talent. They have had enough talent they've had you know to win but they the combination of of talent and and luck and good fortune, and the ball bouncing the right way, and the right decision making at the right time, and just just having the mental fortitude to go out and win the game when the game is on the line in the playoffs, they just haven't done that. But I don't think it's because of there is a two names up there in the Ring of Honor. I, I'm sorry, I just don't think like that. There's people that believe in that kind of stuff. Maybe I should look at my horoscope more or whatever. I don't think that the fact that Jimmy Johnson's name hasn't been in the Ring of Honor is the reason why they haven't won. I, I, if y'all think that way, that's fine. I don't. That's okay. Bruce in Houston. Bruce, we'll just we'll stay in Houston. What's up, man? We got Darian. Now we got Bruce. What's going hey, on? Hey, not much. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Dude. Great show. Um, I think uh, Ron Bland is a Pro Bowler right now, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't get another interception. I know I think you spoke about that a couple of weeks ago, but, yeah. man, just the awareness of that. Just, heck, the play was incredible. Yeah. It was a great you play. Know, yeah. catch. It really was. Uh, it looks looks awesome for him next year. I don't know if you still want to keep him at the slot or, well, he's playing outside now, but move him back to the slot or, or leave him on the corner. But depends on what they do with their draft pick. Yeah. But, man, he's playing good. And and I I understand some of the fans. I'm a little frustrated with the running, the two, but 
Man, a couple of those long dashes, one of them, I think it was Williams, 54, I mean, almost had him for a four-yard loss, and he just made a great move and then busted it. But And I think Micah, when he plays that middle linebacker, uh, linebacker spot, you know, he, he, he over overran a couple of plays. It's because of their – I mean, them boys want sacks so bad that so they, bad. they blow past the run, and I think they're going to be okay. I mean, look – if we get through these next two games, you know, statistically, we should be nine, uh, nine and three when we play Philly. But yeah. Washington got beat bad by New York, so they're going to, they're always play us tough, it seems like. Yeah. And Seattle's tough as well. But if we take care of home business, we should do that. And if, you know, that other fan, we go into the Super Bowl, look, I, look, I want them too. I've, I've seen them all, the Super Bowls, and I hope the curse is lifted. But, uh, if we just get make it to the championship game, I'd be happy with that. Right. Um, and I want to win. Don't get me wrong, but and congratulations to Jimmy and Jerry for setting aside that stuff. It, it's going to make a wonderful game for that Detroit game. But uh, I, I think our running game is going to go good, and that that was a good test yesterday. Yeah, it, it didn't look like a blowout, but I don't think it was ever in question. It got close, but you know you need those games, and these two next games, in my opinion are going to prepare us even better to play Philadelphia because you know they got that game circled. And it's going to – all I can say is go Chiefs, right, tonight? Right. Right. <laughs> all right, Nick, have Should a good be fun. Yeah, a lot of, lot of good stuff there. I'm not worried about, you know, uh, the the running game as well, you know, the, 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 the run defense. But those guys have to try to figure out a way to stay disciplined. I mean, it's just a – they they just care so much about the sacks and the sacks are great but i mean even in the locker room afterwards mike is talking about they took the half sack from him from 3 to 2.5 and he's going to going to look into that and see if i think it was jaron curse maybe they got the half sack i couldn't hear what he's saying but but there was somebody else that that got a half sack there and but you know how many sacks do they not I mean, how many running yards do they give up because they're just trying to get that so there's got to be this balance of them staying home and staying disciplined in, in, in their gaps and and, and and stopping the run. Um, I get it. It, it. The whole thing comes down to sacks, but you know when you're when you're trying to get that and, and a 27 yard run goes right by you, you know what good is that? So, anyways, that that's 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 something that's always been there though. That's that's happened. In, that was in the 80s and the 90s. I mean, these guys that that would care more about sacks and not necessarily stay home like they need to. All right, let's go to. California for Orlando. So we got Orlando in California. Hello. You there, Orlando? Yes, sir. Happy Victory Monday. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm just at work. All right. The boss know you're calling? Uh, maybe he will when the camera's right here, right behind me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? Right. It's Victory Monday. What's up? Hey, boss. Just wanted to wish everybody at the station and everybody listening a uh, happy Thanksgiving. Can't wait to win that game. And I'm ready for the Eagles game. All right. I want everything to fly by. Well, we got first things first. You know, we got to get got to get the <laughs> got to get to game, Washington. Game at a time. Yeah, right. Got to get game this at a time. One. Yep. As soon as as soon as you start getting to Philly is when you, where Washington comes in and sneaks up on them. You know, you can't you can't let that happen. So uh, I think I think the Cowboys learned their lesson. They didn't let Carolina sneak up on them. I think they'll do the same with Washington. I agree. I agree. What else? You got I anything wanna... else? I just want to give a big shout out to uh, SCDCFC, it's the uh, Southern California Dallas Cowboys Football Club. All right. Wow. <laughs> what is that again? Say it again. SC what? 
SCDCFC, Southern California, Dallas Cowboys Football Club. It's a big organization. Wow. Every football game, they get together. This Dallas Cowboys football, it's a club and a slash bar. Nothing but Dallas Cowboys fans. It's almost wow. like being at the stadium. It's amazing. They do amazing work, those gentlemen over there. It's pretty cool. All right. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank, shout out to them, SCDCFC. We'll say that 100 times. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Orlando in California. And I think that'll do it for our show today. I don't feel like we got another caller on the line. So um, that's it. Good, good group though. Thirteen calls on a on a Monday after the game. You guys are uh, excited about the win. Excited about Jimmy Johnson going into the Ring of Honor, and excited about where they stand here at seven and three with Thanksgiving coming up. Three home games in a row. We'll talk about it here on the next uh, couple of days. We've got our show um, tomorrow. Normal schedule, I think, tomorrow and Wednesday. We won't have shows on Thursday and Friday the rest of this week, but up until then, we'll have normal shows. All right, so we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you to Chris Beam. I'm Nick Eatman. We will see you tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline. See you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!